and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week we watched one of Molly's favorites, the 1998 classic, Prince of Egypt. Yeah, I actually, we'll talk about it more, but I am ready to claim this as one of my all-time favorites, to really? be honest with you. Yeah, I think, I think the movie needs a serious champion. And, and you're ready And to. when you're thinking of a serious champion, it's going to be me. going to be old malls. Yeah. <laughs> Before we start talking about this flick, though, as is our custom, bitch, let's link up. Oh my god, please. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Um, okay, well, obviously I watched The Prince of Egypt, and then I kind of fell down a hole mm-hmm. all related to it. Mm-hmm. Listen to the soundtrack a lot this week. <laughs> it bangs. That song goes. Yeah, it totally yeah. does. Um, I like ended up looking up like other Jewish folk music like based off of that one. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I got tricked b- by me into watching Joseph King of Dreams which was DreamWorks's uh pardon me oh, there, there it is. is oh my god we almost had to delay production on that bird <laughs> um so DreamWorks was like oh my god we did so good with Prince of Egypt why don't we just I don't know choose another bible story get some actors and the people up. didn't watch it for the animation, so we won't spend a lot of time on the animation. And like it was What did they think people were watching it for? I don't know. Just the story? It was like the music was like kind of a boo-boo knockoff. Like most of it was absolutely wretched. Oh yeah. There was one song where they're like, okay, well, people really love like the Egypt make it sound spooky music. Like it was like, yeah. I thought you were talking about the like the Ofrahaza. The like chanting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck plays Joseph. My man. How do you think that went down? Really just does not Something is not... Something doesn't quite stick in his ticker. (laughs) I can't... I mean, okay. He he chooses more bad than good. Absolutely. He actually is so talented. He's a good actor. The people forget it. And a really good director. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. Because he just makes the stupidest decisions sometimes. He's, like, on that Nicolas he's, Cage track if he's, he's not careful. He's got two wolves fighting inside him. He and really does. One is, like, the dumbest bro alive. And the other one is, like, a classically trained actor. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he's classically trained. but No, I don't think so either. I, I think that's why I find him so attractive. Yeah. I can change him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm different. I'm different. Well, I'm just, like, I'm so happy for him and J-Lo. Because they both have that sort of high-low culture yes blend with with j-lo she's pulling it off really well like nothing could be more indicative of that than hustlers and the thing about j-lo too though is if there are two wolves fighting inside her you would never Never know know. she is so calm like Mm -hmm. she's got her her stuff on lock under control born professional absolutely yeah yeah she's she and mariah who i know they don't they do not like each other yeah, but Mariah doesn't. Maybe it's like <laughs> who are Mariah's friends? The diva and me sees the diva and you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, of course those two couldn't get along. No, they're of course they're not. cut from the same cloth. Because they are both like, I shan't We talked about Mariah last week too. And we we will talk about her again this week because, <laughs> because she wrote the song. She's key, pretty key to this song yeah. this movie. Yeah. So I watched Joseph King of Dreams, pretty bad. Um I watched Exodus Gods and Kings today. Yeah. I just well, here's the thing is I bought a book. On Egypt. Thank you. I'm something of an Egyptologist myself. <laughs> yeah. That's what you said the other day. And I meant it. I mean, I feel like kids pick their antiquity culture. Yeah, yeah. I actually was more of a Greek yeah. than anything. I'm, but I'm a Greek girl. Yeah. Yeah. Or ancient Rome, too. I really like them both. I'm a little... Like, when boys choose Rome, I'm like... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like something spooky about that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know, like I trust a boy who chooses Egypt as their antiquity. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, something a little, little sly, a little sexy there. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But I have a busted eye, I should mention. My mm. left eye has gone rogue again, so I, like, really could not read. Um, <laughs> I can't read anymore. Uh, <laughs> and decided to, like, watch a few Egypt things. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll bring my research in later. I can't wait to hear it. It'll be good. But Craig and I... Man, I sound like a big dumb dork. Craig and I watched Lord of the Rings <laughs> on <laughs> Friday night. Um, and I uh, baked a honey cake for the occasion. Which... By the way, it was so dumb. Thank like you. that got eaten, eaten. It got eaten. <laughs> it got eaten. It got eaten so quickly at this house. You know, I we have... just left it on the counter, and people just kept drive by taking bites. Oh, that makes me happy to hear because it is a snacky cake. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I improvised, put an orange glaze on that girl. Mm. I have wanted to make a honey cake since I read uh, its principles of uncertainty that Myra Kalman yes. book. She yes. talks about her grandma making a honey cake. And yes, then, like I, I don't know if it was like a traditional Jewish recipe or something, but I was yeah. like, well, my little Goya mass is gonna make that. I'm gonna make that. Uh, and it was delicious. I also made pancon tomate with uh, oh. tomates and basil from my garden. Ooh, is pancon tomate just bread and tomatoes? Sure is. That sounds But you, lit. you um, grate the tomato on a box grater. Oh. And just season it with like flaky sea salt. My God. I put a little garlic in there too. Ooh. What kind of oh, bread did you, you make? I, I was looking for ciabatta at... Um, Central Market, but could not find it. Instead, got this. I think it was like Italian white, but it was like it okay, kind of ciabatta shaped. Okay, okay. So you cut that up, put a little olive oil on it. Okay, toast it. Yeah, put it in the oven. Cut it before you put it in the oven because you want it to crisp around the edges. Okay. Um, and then I grated one of my big beef tomatoes and like two Ugh. of my romas. Oh. Um, dude, it was good. God, I love tomatoes. Oh. I, well, hey, come on to my house. My house, a come on because I am. I am filthy with tomatoes. What did you do with your extremely large, um, uh, oh, my zucchini, my, my courgette. courgette? I haven't uh, made anything with it yet. I need to. Did you plant, uh, pluck it though? Oh, yeah. Okay, I was going to say so on Who Weekly last week after that whole mess mm-hmm. with, um, Catherine Zeta Jones' extremely large courgette, um, which they kept using that drop, and that's what it was. Last week I was like, I can't. I couldn't remember what the words were that she said, but yeah. I was like, she kept saying something like ridiculously huge or whatever. But extremely it was extremely large. Extremely large. <laughs> um, I might need to plant some more courgette. Yeah, <laughs> but several people called in and they were like, Bobby and Lindsay, the thing is that that extremely large zucchini is probably gross because they were saying several gardener hooligans were saying that once a zucchini is like at the appropriate size, you should pluck it right away because it'll double in size in like two days. Yeah. And it becomes really starchy at that point. Oh, interesting. I haven't cut into it. I mean, it, it does seem goofy to yeah. me. Yeah. I did. I, yeah. I will say the one squash I tried to work with, I was like, what is going on here, girl? Yeah. Well, and then somebody said that when they first moved to Portland, they were like, oh my God, you're growing, you're growing zucchini? That's so cool about their friend. And their friend was like, bitch, literally everybody here grows zucchini. Yeah. And then they all get too big. And then we're all trying to like trade zucchini back and forth. <laughs> like, here, I brought you a zucchini bread. I told like, you what Anna's mom said, right? No. Um, she said there's a joke in the Texas Hill Country, like when you park your car, don't leave the windows open or you'll come back and find zucchinis in the backseat. No, really? Yeah. Dang, yeah. that's funny. Well, because she had also just a bushel full of extremely large courgette. Extremely large. <laughs> it is, that is <laughs> really so nice to say, isn't it? Um, but yeah, that's me. I'm suffering uh, with my eye. Yeah. Uh, I took my first sick day and 
over a year. I mean, that's good for you. Yeah, it is good for me. Um, allergies, that girl. Anyway, it's not stopping me from getting tanner. I feel like, can you guys hear it? You can you hear the tanner. sizzle? I don't know if you can, I mean, I look a little bit darker than I did last time I saw you. You I do, am. and I think wearing white was a tactical good choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, t- I, I, did, I do tend to default to wearing white tanks and, and t-shirts and stuff instead it's of buying black because it, like, helps me create yeah, you some do, contrast. You have, you have color. Yeah, I see a it. little. Yeah, so we went to Georgetown on Thursday afternoon because the girls' school was closed on Friday. And we were like, well, might as well, like, let the girls swim and, like, hang out with mom and dad a little bit on Friday so that I can get a little bit of work done. Although, LOL, Miracle was like, oh, do you, mommy? Oh, do you, mommy? So she sat in on our team meeting, like, watching oh her Daniel God. Tiger thing on her computer. I was like, oh, my but God. But that's cute. It was really so cute. She's so precious. Um, but, yeah, so we went swimming, and I was like, I can, f- I, you know, I don't know if this ever happens to you. You but can feel the burn. The, yes. Yeah. For us extremely pale folks, it's a difference between it feels hot outside, and I can feel the sun working its way oh, into yeah. my skin. Absolutely. And, um... So I was like, oh, I can feel this. Oh, my God. It'd be crazy for you to not feel it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but it's like, it's not necessarily that I feel it burning. It's that I can just tell Mm -hmm. if I don't get out soon. You can tell that you're starting to exude heat from within. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't put some sunscreen on soon, it's going to turn into a burn. So anyways, yeah. And then Parker and I went to El Monumento, of course, naturally, naturally Mm -hmm. on Thursday night. Um, They did, for the first time in like three years, change their seasonal vegetables. And guess what it was, bitch? Courgette. Courgette. Summer squash. But it has been kale and sweet potato for... Which, to be clear... Two all-timing vegetables. Great, truly some of the, great. Some of the goats. Some of the greatest. But, you know, it's like when you ask what's the seasonal vegetable and it's been the same for every season. It makes me feel like perhaps you don't value vegetables. Right. Or it's yeah. seasons for that or matter. Seasons or seasons. the passage of time. <laughs> or your customers. Yes, exactly. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. And then um, this weekend, Parker and I went on a little anniversary date on Saturday. We had a little neighborhood teen come babysit who's watched Tig before. Um, Tig was telling me today about how they played Old Maid, and she was like, you know how, Mommy, you know how you shuffle your cards like like this? And she was, like, holding it up in the air, like, trying mm-hmm. to do a little tent thing. She's like, I can't do that, and neither can Lara, <laughs> the babysitter. <laughs> so they were both playing this, read her. this little Old Maid game, just kind of having to, like, sort of shuffle it on the table. I still can't really do it as well as <clears throat> I'm not great at it. But, um, but Parker and I went to um, Lynn Asian Bar. That place rules. It's so good. I had not been. What did been. you get? I got, we got a scallion pancake, bitch, because oh, you have to. when I see that on a menu, you have to do I it. simply must. I, I also those. got the, um, the veggie dumplings. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my go-to dim sum order since I don't eat meat. Yeah. Um, but they were like, do you want these like steamed or pan fried? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, I recommend the pan fried because it has this like little fan thing. And I didn't know what she meant, but like they, it comes out with like a little thin crispy fan of like fry. Okay. On top of each dumpling. Like a halo. Yes. And then I ordered the um, dandan noodles, which were fine. Like I can't tell you that I've had a good dandan experience. Perhaps it's just Shion. not the noodle. From, no, you know what? I ordered dandan noodles from there, and I was just... I mean, the noodle they itself good. was good, but I, the meat did not taste good at all. Oh, that's a bummer. See, I ordered <clears> it without <throat> meat. But I just liked the, the sauce. Did they have... Um, did you get any of the steamed buns that look like porcupines? At uh, Lynn? Lynn. Uh, not that look like porcupines. Parker got... Um, he got soup dumplings. Oh, but we didn't get any steamed buns. Damn, damn, damn. Oh, my God. I love a soup he dumpling. He gets so excited. I found a new place today. Not found. But, um, uh, oh, Chelsea, 
um, who's leaving Austin, but Lindsay's this, referring to an Instagram, an Instagram person. person. She, she follows like posted a whole list of like her favorite places to eat in Austin. Mm-hmm. Like if you are coming to visit Austin, here's my bucket list items for you. And I can't remember the name of the place, but it was like, it was like a woman's name, like Jenny's noodles or I'll look it up in a minute. Yeah, but, please do. Um, but I was looking at their website and they have soup dumplings and you can like order them and go pick them up. Hmm. Might be tricky to transport. I was going to say, the, that, that's a tricky one for me. But they also have um, scouting pancakes, which, why are those, Talk. like, so hard to find? I don't know, but they're they're the same thing as soup dumplings. It's like, what a rare treat. Oh, my God. I just love but them. It cannot be hard to make. I could make you scallion pancakes. Totally. I, I feel like it can't be that. We could probably do a healthier setup yeah. of that, too. Yeah, I bet we could figure that out. Um, Maybe with your air fryer. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah, an air fried scallion pancake. But then after dinner, we were like, okay, let's go get a cocktail. Because it was like, the sitter came at 6.45. Yeah. And we finished, our dinner reservation was at 7.30. We finished dinner at like 8.30. We were like, we cannot go home right now. (laughs) This is so stupid. So we were looking for um, a place to get a cocktail nearby. And the first one on Yelp was this new place. Probably not even new. It's probably like four years old. And I'm just like late. But it was called Here Nor There. Have you heard of this? No. It's another one of those like speakeasy things, which is like becoming so tired. It's like such a trope. <laughs> What's but the, the first password? <laughs> exactly. But the Yelp review, the first one was like extremely long, extremely long. <laughs> and the person was like, okay, a couple things get out of the way first. Their website and their whole method of letting you in is extremely pretentious. Oh boy. Whatever. But once you got in, it's like a fun experience and good cocktails or whatever. So you have to download an app for this. No, I'm <clears> out. For, this, um, for these reasons, I'm out. This cocktail bar, although they did have spirit-free cocktails, like they had like okay, okay, yeah, and it was really in. cool ambiance. Were they like, um, were they like herbals, or was it just? It was like they make them there. I don't know what okay. was in them. Um, but they What's had. What's it called? Neither here nor there. It's called here nor there. Okay. And so we downloaded the app, and you have to like request a um, a reservation, and then you check like a few minutes later, and it'll tell you if you got it. And then if you did, it gives you the gate code. There's a dress like, code for this too. No, no, there was like people in shorts and okay. shorts and stuff. But we like. The gate is, like, a little sliver, like, at the back of the Driscoll. And um, apparently all the people that own it and basically everybody that works there are all Irish boys that, like, moved here together to open this bar. And so, yeah, we got into our table, and it was, like, really cute. We were in this – it's really dark in there, and they have, like, cool, like, tree branches and, like, twinkle lights and stuff on the ceiling, so it looks kind of like you're outside. And Parker and I were in this, like, little kind of, like, velvet – ensconced like padded I don't know how to describe it It was like a little crash in the wall sort of <clears throat> it was like a little like crash yeah like a little like you know semicircle uh-huh. with our table wow and then they give you this is another thing that was a little gimmicky but they give you your menu and then like a little black light and that's how you can see the whole menu because it's like cert- it's like certain words and letters are like clear so you can't see them except with oh a black light oh my goodness it was a bunch cool. of magicians over here it was cool um oh I, okay i do love an ice cube stamp which is yes like i know i was like damn this is impressive oh huh, that's um, cool yeah and both of us got really good cocktails and then we were like okay well <laughs> we've had fun trying something new tonight time to head home <laughs> right <laughs> and we were at home by like 9 45 so our sitter was like here for a fresh three hours um but it was nice to you know get out and Try something new. All right, well, I'll try that. I would like. I would like more like thoughtful mocktails. Yeah. around town. Yeah, I think uh, that that's kind of becoming the thing. I would you think. Know? So. I mean, I follow the creator of Ken Euphorics. Yeah. on Instagram. 
Yeah. What a cool lady. Her name is Jen. Jen of Ken. Somebody, I can't remember where this was. Somebody was like posting about some local business that they went to. And when they were shopping there, they were like handed a Ken Euphorics drink. Or maybe it was like they were getting it. Oh, Hannah did. Because I asked her about it. Hannah Smith? Smith. Oh, really? Where was it? It was somewhere in Houston. Oh, was it that pop-up she went to? I think so. Okay, They they just dropped a new flavor I haven't tried yet. Okay. Um, It's that like spritz that's like for nighttime okay interesting um yeah but yeah i mean i listened to a few interviews with her too um and she was just saying that like especially i think in new york there's more people like adding yeah uh like there's some bar she talked about that has like a euphorics section on their menu which is like different from a mocktail and that like it is meant to relax you right a little bit like right. it's not just the absence of alcohol it's like here's something else that might just ease you a bit right exactly yeah. it's like maybe got that similar feel like you're doing something a little like a little yeah. mood altering but yeah. not you know but not like uppers downers and candy corns exactly you know yeah, yeah it's not sad bitch juice exactly um which is not necessarily what alcohol is for everyone but it, yeah but, yeah but it can be it can be um anyway should we talk about this fun. flick i would love nothing more than to talk about this S- flick so and if i could ursula anyone and take their voice it would be the late ofrahaza who oh she's no longer with us she died like a year and a half or so after this movie came oh out. no yeah so did you watch this a lot as a kid um i distinctly remember seeing it in theaters and i think we saw it in easily okay yeah i remember seeing it in theaters and then i think that was the only time i'd seen it before I now i think that we had it on yeah, i think VHS. we did i mean i just didn't watch it here's i guess my question is is like because I went, I didn't end up listening to any other podcasts about it, but I, like, I saw that I, that, um, Good Christian Fund did an episode a few years ago. I oh, forgot really? about it. Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Yeah, and then there's, like, a, there's a podcast called Dream Jerks, where they review DreamWorks <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, uh, there's no. another one called, like, Did This Hold Up? But, like, really what I wanted was, like, I wanted different, like, faith traditions takes on this. Right. And it's mostly, like christians that are talking right, about it because it's like right. this was designed to address all abrahamic faiths right the tricky part of that being right um you're not actually supposed to um show uh like a visual representation of any of the prophets right so this movie was banned in egypt <laughs> interesting malaysia and like two other like um i don't even think malaysia is predominantly uh, Muslim, but two predominantly yeah. Muslim countries. Well, and then I, um, I had seen on TikTok like a week or two ago, someone talking about like there is basically no archaeological or historical proof that any of this happened whatsoever. Yes. So, and I was I remember as a kid, you know, when some like uh apologetics huckster would come through town they'd be like you know what they found on the bottom of the dead sea or the red sea it's chariots from the from the soldiers there's none of that is true well here's the thing about that uh i mean yeah let's just get into it now there's no need to disrupt the flow apologetics has always seemed crazy to me because it's like you don't need to do that no like something can be spiritually true and not have to like the facts don't have to be there the facts don't have to be there because we're playing different games like right it it just and maybe someday something will line up a little bit more, but right. with the information we have now, it doesn't make, like, the morality of it less Right, exactly. Important. Exactly. Does this story have any less meaning to you right. if it's not actually factually true? Well, I think it was, like, Joseph Campbell who said, like, mythology is more true than true. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, to that point, though, because um, I was, like, trying to dig into the historicity of it a little yeah. bit. 
There are quite a few, like, Canaanite and Hebrew um, records of an exodus of slaves. Yeah. Um, There is none from Egypt. Egypt, Right. Like, some scholars are like, that's not entirely to be uh, a surprise because people don't tend to record their major failures. Yeah. Right. So there is reason to believe that there was a massive population of Hebrew slaves that were... um, released under Ramses the second. Okay. Yeah. What I was reading um, about it, I mean, I just read briefly was that like most Hebrew scholars are like, it's probably not factual, (laughs) but like the importance of it is an origin story and an origin myth Mm -hmm. that's kind of meant to unite Jewish people. Yeah. You know? Well, and with the parting of the Red Sea, it's like, yeah, actually, like, there were straits where, like, the tide would shift really quickly. So, yeah. like, you could take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, you know, the way it's shown in this movie, which is, like, to me, cooler. It is so <laughs> cool. It's like a, you're, like, walking through a big aquarium. Yeah. Man, did you know that that four-minute scene took them two years to I animate? I can believe it. Yeah. It's, like, the most striking. Well, that and then there was one really other amazing scene to me, which was... Right after, I guess we're like, we'll get into the plot in a minute, but right after um, Moses finds out that he is a Hebrew, and he's like, is this true? Like, I, And then he's like, they have that scene where it's meant to look like the hieroglyphics. Oh, that scene is so cool. It is so cool. And it's I, like, they're like moving cool. hieroglyphics, and he's like, kind of just like this other like moving... That was a figure. great... Um, that was a good way to like story, represent that. Yeah, plot device yeah. there, I think. Man... Okay, so many thoughts on this movie. I, like, I went even on YouTube to be like, do people, like, is there any, like, interest in reviving this as a conversation piece? Like, does, like, am I crazy? And there was, like, one video of this guy being like, hey, I don't understand why this is never on any top 100 or top 10 list. It's super cool. Like, Mm -hmm. Because I personally feel like, okay, so this was, like, in 98. We're in that weird transitional period between, like, traditional animation and then like the computer rendering so like i remember even when this came out as a kid i was like we're not doing this style anymore have you guys not seen a bug's life right yeah Yeah. because it's like the the sound and the mood like motions didn't always super duper match up with the mouths and stuff that being said i feel like they this was really good animation yeah and i think because it's so stylized it kind of doesn't really matter that it doesn't like it's not like a perfect you know what i mean I also just thought, like, this, the, um, I don't even know if you can call them shots, because it's like you're not shooting things. No, but yeah, but there they were, were a couple of really cool shots. thoughtful and The one cool. where they have, um, is it Seti, is the dad? Mm-hmm. Where they have him kind of, like... His profile. Yes, yeah. getting onto the boys, and his profile is, like, matched well, with the... Well, in the opening scene, like, with the chariots, like, all that stuff, I was like, that took a lot of thought. Yeah. Um, man. Those boys... Cutting up. Cutting up. Cutting up. I know more than one girl, myself included, who's like, so the thing about Moses. (laughs) Yeah, he was cute. He was cute. (laughs) He was cute. Actually, my friend Sophia and I, like, the the first time we were supposed to have, like, a meeting at an old company, she was like, so you know how in the Prince of Egypt, how, like, Moses is really hot? And I was like, I do. Go on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'd be so curious to know, like, Okay, so growing up um, in evangelical, mm-hmm. this movie was it. It was the culture. It was the moment. <laughs> it was this and Veggie Tales. That's like this what you veggie- could count on. <laughs> this lapped Veggie Tales in terms of quality. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and 
But I'm so curious, is like, do Jewish kids grow up watching this? I don't know. And I, I mean, I kind of doubt it. Because yeah. like hardly any of the voice actors were Jewish, right? Like they were. I not that I. There was um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a real wasp parade. Yeah, honestly. it's super waspy, except for uh, life uh, finds a way. What's his name? Goldblum. Goldblum. Goldblum playing Aaron. Yeah. But Aaron's role is really downplayed. Pretty small in this one. Compared to like what the religious texts would say. Because some yeah. of them have him. The way that we were taught it was like Moses had a speech impediment. And yeah. Aaron had to talk for him. And I'm like, none of that was in this. Well, and I, I asked Craig, um, I was like, when you were in Sunday school. Sunday school. Did they focus on his like Egyptian upbringing at all? And he was like... I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember any of that. I don't. Like, see, it's I don't know there. if I remember it from. God, I don't know. I don't remember if I remember it being in the Bible at all, or if that was like <laughs> just well, like, part of the story that I was told. A couple days later, I was like, okay, so like when y'all studied Joseph, do you did y'all pronounce it Potiphar or Potiphar? And he was like, I, again, I don't know. He was like, well, we didn't really, um, and I like <laughs> was. You know, I'd had a gummy and <laughs> and also am mean. And I was just like, hey, fair question. Do Catholics read the Bible? <laughs> because we, I always thought it was a rumor that y'all didn't. <laughs> uh, Honestly, good for him. No, I know. Well, I just like, I distinctly remember in Sunday school, back when, uh, so Lindsay and I went to like an evangelical, um, it became a mega church. Yeah. When we were We were younger, there while it, it was, was nascent. Yeah, we made it mega. <laughs> it our, got mega our, because of us. Our presence really influenced it. <laughs> but we used to meet in the high school that I would later go to. Hashkew. Hashkew. And I remember, like, <laughs> sitting in the, some of those classrooms and, like, distinctly some of those lessons, you know? Like, yeah. And I always heard Potiphar. And it's, yeah, that's what I always heard, too. You no, know, when Joseph King had dreams, it's Potiphar. Potiphar. Which I don't really super care for. No, Potiphar rolls off the tongue a little nicer. It just does. Personally. So, okay. This movie. It begins with a chariot race between these... No, well, no it doesn't. it begins with a, a right. very sad scene. Oh, my scene God. Where a beefy, beefy, cute and charming baby boy is put in a basket. Yeah. Oh, my God. That baby is so cute. He's so beefy. His little forearms. Ugh. Speaking so, of cute babies, we're going to watch Hercules next week. Also, oh, really, yes! A really fat baby in don't, the beginning. Don't tip me with a good time. I'm going to read more... Uh, <laughs> Ancient mythology. Oh, my God. You know, that's good, because I have that, um, that Men and Gods book I haven't finished yet. Okay. All right. Um, um, oh, man. I love mythology. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you've got to carry on it on your arm. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I should always be wearing sandals mm-hmm. and, like, a loose linen. Yeah. And someone should bring me an amphora of ambrosia. You know, nothing is stopping you from living that. I, I'm, it's in process. Yeah. It's in process. Okay. Um, anyway. So... Uh, Hans Zimmer did the music for this, by oh, the way, really? which is why it smacks, it's so smacks, tr- smacks. So good. This like opening intro, it's like three part, like three movement song. I didn't need it's, to go this like, hard. Six minutes. It's really so, we, so like, sad too. Start with like this, these like the brutal slave scene. It's, yeah. Like, Mud, water. Oh yeah. yeah. What is the song? They sing. Do the sweat on my brow, Elohim Adonai, can't you hear your people cry? Yeah, but what is it? Deliver what? us. Deliver us. That's, I was like, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and you hear us. that later, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, that refrain. I the, the care that went into this. People do sleep on it. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. No, it's great. It's so um, great. Okay, so then we see, I don't know that they actually explicitly tell you what's happening until later, but like, yes. the Pharaoh has called 
for all of the uh, Hebrew first, babies. Is that right? Yeah, Hebrew male babies to be slaughtered. Okay, to prevent an insurrection. Um, okay, from where I'm sitting, that seems to inspire that sort of behavior. Right. But, right. You know, whatever. Also, that seems really short-sighted because, yeah, like, how does that, first of all, how does it prevent an insurrection? Maybe he's like, this will prevent an insurrection in 20 years when these boys would have been old enough to fight one against me. But that also means that you're, like, you don't have access to those young men. The thing about someone who would carry out a slavery enterprise is that... And a genocide is that maybe logic is not... Maybe they're not evil geniuses so much as they're just Just big dumb dummies who are awful. Yes. Yeah. So we see um, Yeheved, which is Moses' mom. Um, She is like putting him in a basket. She's like, this is my Hail Mary. Yeah. Um, Which Craig was like, why is it better for that baby to die of exposure than to be, like, killed? And I was like, it was... She, she went from a non-zero chance. Right. Or, sorry, from a zero chance of survival to non-zero. I get right. it. Right. Um, so you see him, you know... Oh, my God, nearly getting killed by alligators? And, like, I think I remember being taught, maybe, that his mother got to go be the, like, nursemaid? The nanny? Like, she... I don't know where I heard that, or if that's in the biblical account. God forbid I read. But that, like, his mother was actually, like, present and around while he was being, like, raised, but he, she, he didn't know that that was her? I think that might that might be in some of the interpretations. Okay. Because okay. in the very horrible Ridley Scott one I watched, that was a little bit of a question mark. Okay. Um, but in this movie, he is adopted by the Pharaoh's wife. Yeah. In all other accounts, it is the Pharaoh's daughter. Okay. Um, Interesting. And in some accounts, Miriam also gets adopted. Okay. That's a um, sister? Yes. Yeah. Who is later voiced by Miss Sandy Bullock. Sandy Bullock. Um, She's got about 20 lines in this movie. Oh, my God. She rules. She's uh, so that great. Her voice sounded that... so young, too. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was like, I mean, Sandy Bullock is forever young. Forever young. Oh, my God. But hot. she really sounded like she was 25 voicing this character. And she th- probably was. I think, because I was reading through all of the fun facts on... Um, <laughs> IMDb about this and most of them I was like y'all don't take this seriously enough as a text (laughs) it was like Dame Helen Mirren and Sandra Bullock have the same birthday oh Dame Helen Mirren oh yeah of course they are yeah Dame Helen Mirren that's right she was the yeah she's the mom yeah um yes so uh we also have uh so Ofra Haza is the one who does the voice of Yeheved. Yeah, um, okay. And that's where she does that, like, really, like, chilling yes. vocal run. Um, this who one, the pharaoh? Who was the pharaoh? Uh, let me look that up. Um, I can look it up as well. So the thing about Ofra Haza is she was Israel's contestant for Eurovision oh, <laughs> in word? the 70s. And has been described as the Israeli Madonna. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Um, and she was, like, the only actor in this who ended up doing vocal dubs in, like, multiple, multiple languages. Wow. We stand a queen. We love truly. that. Um, oh, it was, uh, Patrick Stewart was the pharaoh. That's right. I Hot. knew it was someone bald. Like, I could just hear it. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so this sounds powerful. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And Patrick Stewart, what a daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we flash forward. He's a teen boy. They're they're very triangular shaped. Yeah. <laughs> very like tiny yeah, Dorito. Hips. Yeah. They're Dorito shaped Dorito. boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he is um It's Ramsey's voiced by Rafe Fines. Oh my god. And Moses is it ever <laughs> voiced by Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. What also did the voice of God. 
Well, okay. I have another cool note on that <laughs> okay, one, though. Okay, okay. Um, but anyway, they're racing chariots. They're cutting up. They're being wild, goofy boys. And boy, they do not care that they're destroying scaffolding and no, ruining they things. they don't. And they have a little joke at cutting off that sphinx's nose, because nobody knows how that happened. Um, Just having a good goof in this movie. Having a good, good goof. Um, and then we have Hui and Hotep, who are yep. the... Um, Priests, the yeah. high priests of yeah. Egypt, voiced uh, of course by uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin. Originally, Incredible they were going to have Cheech and Chong do that. <laughs> that would have also been fun. It would have been a different movie. It would have been a different movie, I yeah. think. Yeah, because um, Steve Martin knows how to turn on both of those men. Like, there's like a, I would say like ten percent of their reserves are for seeming evil. Yeah, and they but don't it's still they don't comedic bring out a evil. Lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love those two. You got love to. love those two men. So the dad's real mad at them. Yeah. And Moses is like, he just needs the opportunity. Like, to the prove way, himself. Val Kilmer, can you turn it down a little? Like, a lot, actually. Like, a lot. Like, and why does he wig, sound like that? This little wig that they had on Moses at this point in the film. I thought it was kind of cute. I just don't know why they he, didn't he, do the same thing. Like, when he, like, leans into the Hebrew look, though, it, like, dials up the hot about a Extremely cute. Extremely yeah. cute. So Ramsey's, though, like, his little side... Ponytail. Miss Ramsey's in the side pony. Yeah. Do you like my ponytail? I do, I do. It's like his head is shaved, completely, completely shaved, bald, except for one small ponytail. That was the look. Probably was. Um, It's just a real choice. I, yeah, man. Um, So Ramsey's is named Prince Regent in response to that later that evening. Literally five minutes after Moses is like, Dad, calm down. He's trying his best. The dad's like, you're right. I will make him in charge of the entire <laughs> kingdom now, actually. And I'm going to give him a human woman at this party. That was insane. Zipporah. Um, someone made a note of, like, if you watch the mother's face in this, like, she looks so disappointed in Moses mm. after he, like, pulls a little gag and, like, hits her in the water because mm-hmm. it's, like, evident that that might be how she came to be queen. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, so... I will say, too, the, the father, Seti, says something to the effect of, like, you will single-handedly bring down this empire. Now, Ramses II is actually remembered as, like, if we're... A, to, good, a good pharaoh? One of the very best. Okay. His son, however, is considered, like, basically the last great pharaoh, and he wasn't great. Okay. He was murdered. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, he was Because he was so not great. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he was muck-ducked. So, you know, not far off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um... Where was I? Side pony. Oh, yeah, the Zipporah thing. Yeah. I, it's interesting, like, in my mind. Voiced by the forever hot. Oh, my God. Permanently hot Michelle Pfeiffer. She can't even help it. She can't help herself. She's so hot. And she sings on this. She's only one of the few actresses that sings in it. Yeah. And, you know, she and her husband, very hot. He's the, that rich guy that created all the Boston whatevers. Boston Public, Boston Legal, Boston, what is his name? David. David. Chase. David Chase. Is it David E. Kelly or David, David E. Kelly? David E. Kelly. Um, They've been married for just a real long oh, ass so you time. Know they're rich. Rich. How did babe. she come out with lip filler? She did. I don't know. She just did. How's that fair? Uh, it's not. Oh, I got to pay for it, but yeah. she doesn't. I know. Life is a Sa- fair. Same thing with my vision. I would like more answers on that. I have to pay for the rest of my life because I can't see. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. So she's sixty three years old. That's not right. And she could take my man she if she wanted to. So good. Probably I, more now than she could thirty years ago. It's like I'm, that's I'm how more it is. worried about how things are going to be in like five years. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly. Man. Yeah. Whew. Whoever, if, don't, Cra- don't if Craig were ever to alone. betray my marriage, it would be for someone with like tennis balls on their walker. Like he, 
<laughs> he likes them old. What this movie has her and Helen, Helen Mirren. Mirren. Oh my goodness me. Eh. Zipporah was giving us a little bit of like Burning Man fashion, I yes, would say. A little bit. A little um, bit of uh, that. I did look up the Midianites, um, which is like her, that's who, where she's from. Midian. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, because they're like free. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, uh, I, I don't know if they were Hebrew or not. I assumed so, but maybe that's well, they, not right. They were monotheists, and there's actually reason to believe that Moses um, came by the word Yahweh through them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, just something, fun fact. Just something to think about. Um, anyway, so she is like, they tie her up and put her in his bed, I guess, as like a, she'll be waiting for you kind of thing. Yucky. So yucky. I gotta say the jewelry in this movie is beautiful. I would steal any ring off of any finger. Okay. 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 Say that. The Egyptians have good taste, They babes. had nothing but good taste. <laughs> and also, truly, like, take a look at Nefertiti sometime. Vibes. It's not right how she was. She was the prettiest was. person in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will also say, too, like, when you look around the palace, like, the Egyptian interior design was very Florida Keys, but, like, in a fun, fun way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, like, um, like palm leaves. Man, I feel like I just need, like, big marble columns. Marble columns. Or like in your house? Stone columns, rather. Yeah. Okay. I would I could, Where would you put those? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Not the current house I live in. I'm just saying like in yeah. the game. Yeah. Maybe on like a patio. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I think there's things that you can make work from Kim and Kanye's vision. Yes. Agreed. Um, but yeah, maybe more of a sunroom than the entire house. You have to have framed photos of your family. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Kanye's house. I'm like, bye. I think like if your people live here, those kids are gonna have a complex because it's like, was I not cute enough? Was my art not cute enough? No, it wasn't. You couldn't put, you couldn't sell your vision for a minute. Well, and like their little piles of pumpkins, which is very cool, but they were all like white pumpkins, weren't they? I mean, that's really cool. It is so cool, but it's like you guys, come on, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. You can use an orange pumpkin. I might, I might plant some pumpkin seeds. Hey, we'll talk about it. All right. Um. So anyway. Uh, he, Moses lets Zipporah go, like, he helps her escape, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of just starts wandering through where the Hebrews live, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, then he runs into Miriam, Mm -hmm. who's like, oh! Oh my gosh, you came back! You! You! It's you! Um, and she's like, you're my brother, you were sent to save us, and he's like, you watch who you're talking to! Yeah. And then he sings a song that... Mm. I, I don't remember much about this okay, one. Okay, so this is something the, like, this is the only life you know, I've known. You know the order. word that I use to describe him that I won't mention on the podcast? To describe Moses? The, Val Kilmer's voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's amped up the most here. Yeah, yeah. Because he, but it's not even him singing. I yeah. thought it was, because it sounds just like Val Kilmer. They got someone that understood the assignment. Yes, and so he sings this song, like, gleaming in the moonlight. It's yeah. so, there is so much, like, extra vocal treatment it was too much it's too but much he's like, yeah it's his like this is my life yeah uh it's my, my life, life. <laughs> <laughs> wait were you and s- it's now oh now. you're doing bon jovi i was <laughs> that indian guy's music video a few years ago it's my life whatever i want to do it's oh, yes. my life yeah hey, hey hey who the hell do you think you are <laughs> do you remember that uh, vaguely Oh. Vaguely. Uh, it went viral, yeah. It went viral. Because, like, it, none of it made sense. Right. Um, First of all, it was a lot of affirmations, you know. It, no. Not that? No, because it was like, <laughs> I am a very good bad boy. 
I am a very good bad boy. Like, it didn't quite make sense. <laughs> we'll watch it after this. It's okay. really one of my favorites. Um, so he, like, runs into his mom, and she's like, you're my boy. You've always been my boy. You know, you're my good boy. You're my you're mommy's good boy. <laughs> and he goes onto his what looks like the most uncomfortable bed. Yeah, but we did we skip the cool the cool scene that I thought, right? No, no, it oh, that's after in the that. Of the night. Okay, okay. So he which by the way, I ended up researching like Egyptian beds too cuz I was like, "Now what is going on there?" Was it just a stone slab in this no, film? No, it was it's like it looks cool. It looks like a sled, like okay. a sleigh. Okay. But I think it's just reeds like there's not really a pillow situation. Mm-hmm. They were like one of the first people to like lift beds off the ground. Okay. But they didn't really provide any comfort from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So he goes to sleep. The Taurus in you was like, hold on. Yeah, of course. I had to, like, research uh, Egyptian wait. bed technology. <laughs> um, Could I have lived back then? Mm, the fashion no. was it. The fashion was there. The fashion was there. And I think, like, actually the climate, if you were on the Nile, probably yeah. probably would have been fine for yeah, me. Yeah, probably. You got, like, a breeze. You probably yeah. got a breeze. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, agriculture was, like, kind of a miracle on the Nile. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he goes to sleep and has this, like, vision. Which is so cool. In hieroglyphs. Yes. Of, um, you know, what happened. Yeah. With the baby boys. And then he, like, goes out into this place in the palace and, like, confirms. Yeah. And he runs into his father and he's like, hey, um, what the hell? <laughs> it's extremely not cool of you to have not I told me I thought it was this. pretty unchill of yeah. you. Uh, Something pretty unchill happened last night. <laughs> and his dad is like, oh, Moses, they were only slaves. And which is like so chilling. Oh, it's and so, then he, yeah. he runs away. The next day, he's like helping oversee this temple project, um, which Ramses did do quite a few temple yeah. projects. Um, and he sees uh, this one guard or whatever, like beating an older man nearly to death. Uh, so he accidentally kills him. He accidentally does a murder. Yeah. Which in the uh, Bible, it's not an accident. It's in the middle of the night. He just stabs a dude and is like, bye. Really? Yeah. Like in cold blood. Yeah, a little bit. But like in retribution. Yeah. And so he had he, it coming. Yeah. Very that. Yeah. So he panics and like rolls out of there, starts walking through the desert, takes off all his finery, um, which is a shame. Kept including that, that wig, though. Including and that wig. That needed to go. Yeah. But that, he kept the cool ring. Like, the lapis yeah. ring. Yeah. Which is smart. Yeah. Um, you never know when you're going to need that again. You you never know. He wakes this up with, This ring like, is my ID, mother effort. <laughs> truly. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up with, like, a camel chewing on his hair. That looked really uncomfortable to yeah, me. Yeah, no. Like, that no. part, I was like, you didn't really have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all um, might have gone too far. He gets taken by the Midianites, or, you know, Zephora yeah. takes him back. Uh, after, you know, roughhousing him a little bit. Yeah. She, you gotta. She's got a little of a, like a Megara type of a thing, except not, they don't play up the like sex pot thing so much, but it's, like, yeah. a like a. It's like sports girl sex pot. Yeah. Like tomboy yeah. sex pot. Yeah. Which like, for me and, and, and my. Since you were the sports twin. As a sports twin, I was like, so you're saying I have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they go back to the Midianites. This is where things get really fun. Yeah. Uh. Because the music rules. Yeah, we've Through got Heaven's a Danny eyes. Glover playing yes. her dad. Yes! He sings the one. He's the one that's singing that song, right? No. Or, but like, his it's, character is yes, the one singing. Yes, his character, yeah. but yeah, someone else. Um, that song rules. That song really rules, you yeah. You watch uh, Moses get acclimated to living there. Yep. He becomes a shepherd. He marries yep. Zipporah. Um, one day he's chasing after a stray sheep, 
which if you're a Christian, you'll know the metaphor. Hell. <laughs> he would abandon his whole flock for you. He would. He really would. Uh, and um, he ends up in a cave with a burning bush. Mm. Um, which I fell asleep listening to some podcast earlier, but there actually is uh, science for like very, 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 very rare. Yeah. Um, for a cold flame. Did you know about that? No. What does that mean? I mean, it just like looks like a flame, but it, it is only like slightly. Oh, it's not actually letting off heat. It's like like a few more temper like degrees more than you would experience. Interesting. In the air. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Is that what this is supposed to be? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I just assumed it was an actual flame. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Maybe that was because I did listen to a podcast episode from a couple of um, Islamic scholars talking oh. about this. Oh, interesting. But I don't think that they were trying to say that like that's what was happening. Right. But like they're like, well, good, cool thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. That could cool be. thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, they apparently like the filmmakers to avoid controversy. Had mm-hmm. every major member of the cast read god's lines so that's oh. why it sounds kind of like a chorus oh. but then they realized that it was a little too quiet so they had to have someone read louder so that's why you mostly hear about camera okay okay interesting um yeah because i would cool imagine that here. would be kind of tough to do like to get everyone's cadence the same yeah probably you know yeah they probably have one person read and then you kind of hear in one ear yeah the cadence that they're going at yeah um that's kooky it is kooky yeah so he goes and tells Zipporah, and she's like, I'll come with you. Yeah. Which I don't think is how it happened in the Bible. No. Um, and they go back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Ramses is like, oh, you're murder. We'll forget it. Yeah, like, you're, you're my back. Let's I'm hang so out. You're here. Which was kind of touching, I thought. Yeah, I know. You know. It makes it all, like, that much sadder about, yeah. like, what's about to happen. He's like, no. hey, I'm not here for games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here for games, love. Um, you should let these people go. Right. And then he takes his staff and turns it into a snake, which simply would not if the lord called me to do something like that i'd be like perhaps not a snake yeah can we do like anything else like how about some worms truly one of my only phobias on this planet is a really snake. yeah i do not like i have them. a lot of them do you want to hear some yeah uh, any kind of arachnid <laughs> cannot stand them that really blows my mind about you girl spiders of any any size shape stripe uh tarantulas especially or as my daughter calls them tarantulas that's adorable. So cute. Can't do it. Uh, I'm so terrified of scorpions. Like, mm. just the the way they look, even. I don't even know that I've been close to one, but I'm... Ooh. I've seen a few. Oh, my God. Like, in comfort. No, I can't. Mm. Uh, uh, snakes, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I think those are the major ones, but... Yeah. Stay tuned. There might be more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> snakes, the thing is, like, I... This is one of those things where I just... First of all, there's really... I don't... Is the, It's true that it was a serpent in the Garden of Eden, right? And I know that we've discer- discerned since then it wasn't an apple. It's probably more likely a fig. But like, Oh, you mean, like, in terms of, like, the true true? No, no just, like, like the, the myth. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've always heard it was a serpent. I thought it was but... a serpent. I think that's maybe one of those things that, like, canonically in my brain, I will never shake off. Yeah. I mean, I could... I'm well, assigning like, a root to that, but I just feel like... No, it's how a dare thing you in not have arms and legs? Right. Right. <laughs> it's like a Gene Belcher's song when he's like... Have you, have you heard his little snake song? No. It's so cute on Bob's Burgers. They go to South Florida to visit their grandparents. And um, there's like this old lady in the apartment complex, the retirement complex. It's like, I think that snake in there ate my cat. And so she's like, if y'all can go find my cat and kill the snake, then, you know, I'll give you $20 or whatever. And Gene sings this song where he's like, I'm not afraid of ghosts. I'm not afraid of spiders. I'm not afraid of something. I'm just afraid of snakes. They really freak me out. Where yep. are their arms and legs? <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay. They're so 
creepy. They're so creepy. I don't understand people that can keep them as pets. No. No. I don't trust that. Oh, rats and stuff, too. I can't. I'm afraid oh, of all that. Really, yeah, I don't care rats, for rats. rodents of any sort. I'm yeah, especially if they have, like, like beady little eyes. I, was, I, I have two distinct memories of watching both of my parents kill a snake in front of me. Um, which Dad and I were just talking about yesterday. Country strong. Country strong. Well, Mom killed a snake? Mm-hmm. Damn. backyard she took I don't a, think I could do it she took a garden hoe and chopped that hoe into like seven pieces good for her she um, kept on going she was like screaming while she did <laughs> I would have been if too if I recall correctly just ah! <laughs> I would have been too well so Lindsay and I as I mentioned in the last episode were a part of um an organization that would make us highly cancelable <laughs> um, not of our own choice no they made a um Jonathan Taylor Thomas film about the equivalent organization for boys yes they did it was called indian guides but we were an indian princesses because we, we were not guides we were princesses right um yeah and here's the thing about it i do think it's really sweet and cute to have like a, a father-daughter a thing. father-daughter outdoorsy thing adorable yes so and, cute and maybe I we it. just like didn't need to like appropriate and like completely misinterpret Could've indigenous culture s- scouts right you know right yeah and yeah hell of a thing yeah. but um so we were on a camping trip with that one time, and there was, I don't remember, it was some snake, and I'm not, I'm not good at knowing their names. That there was, was like, a copperhead once that I dad killed was, on mine. Okay. There was, was one, maybe. Camp it, Cullen? Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was a copperhead on mine, too. We both had this happen then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he killed it. It was a poisonous one. And all these other dads gave him grief about it. Like, they were like, you didn't need to do that. And he yeah, was like, he did. He was like, okay, you're here with your little girl. Right. That thing would bite her. Kill her with with no regard. Quickly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because you know we're talking about they they one of their friends is a, kind of a do gooder about with animals and stuff. Like not not that sounds so like Ted Nugent of me, right. but like, <laughs> but there's certain things like there's snakes. certain things like you came into my land, right, <laughs> right. And I actually came out here to get away from, from you. you, right. <laughs> so I'm sorry if a snake is in my yard, it's not a question. It's on site. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do anything to make it more humane for you either. No, get out of here. <laughs> Uh, anyway, ugh, just majorly ugh. Um, this, I, as a kid, this was my favorite song that they did, and it was Steve Martin and uh, Martin oh, Short. Oh, playing with the, playing big, boys with the now. big boys now. Yeah. By the power of raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, like, name every single Egyptian god. Like, it goes on for so long. I well, was, like, I, was watching, I love it. watching it, I think, on YouTube, and they are like, they named everyone except the god of magic? Seems like a bad idea. <laughs> like, they Curious. ignored Isis and Seth. Hmm. Um, that's weird. That's, that's suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> um... That song rules. Yeah, it's such a good song. I love those two. Really, I just cannot overstate it. Truly. The cutest men. So cute. What a fun song. And then Moses and Ramsey's like talk privately and he's like, look, you gotta let my people go. He's like, it's not gonna happen. I don't think I'm gonna do that. Bye. Sorry. Bye. And so he like, you know, goes to talk to the Israelites and they're like, hey, good going, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, asshole. And... He's like, I'm going to go for a walk. And then they just start following him. And he goes down to the Nile, puts his staff in the water, and it turns to blood. Blood. Which, in the Bible, Aaron is the one who does that. Right. Um, and Thus begin the plagues. Yes. This or also... Plagues. Do you ever know people that say plague instead yeah. of plague? What is that, what is that about? <laughs> I don't know. Mr. Roland said it that way. He said plague? Yeah. I, you know, I had him for European history. He's from he'd be Oklahoma. Like, yeah. He would talk about Maybe like... Maybe he's from the part of Oklahoma that's more Midwestern. The bubonic plague. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. No. No. I know. I had a teacher who said Washington. 
That's great. I, I don't think she was particularly country either, though. It's like on Print Fairy on TikTok where they're like, and to wash it down, Jackson always... You know oh, that? my God. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you guys, on TikTok, there's this really cute account. It's you gotta at know Print about Fairy. It you gotta know it if you're on... If you got a For You page, you've probably seen them. But it's They this, find me when... I, I don't follow them, but they find me when I need them. They're so cute. <laughs> it's this couple in North Carolina... And what's, it's Jackson and what's... Dakota. Dakota. Dakota is, Those like... Those are both such cute country boy they're names. They're so cute. <laughs> and, um, and they'll have their, like, friends. And they'll just go, they'll show up and be like, Sonic check! <laughs> or Sonic order! Or, like, Dunkin' Donuts order! And then they'll just go over, like... Well, I think like, it's, like, every Friday they yes. do a blowout meal. Yes, a full blowout. Which is because, kind of nice. Yeah, because Dakota is, like, he's talked about he's, like, in recovery for an eating disorder. Jackson's stacked, too, so... Oh, my um, God, he'll talk about his macros. Well, I had to get my macros in, so yeah. I had to order this bacon he's a believer in all day. down <laughs> wash i yeah, love him it's so cute they're man. adorable okay sorry uh no Plugs. i'll just say i'm a big fan of emily emily in in terms of like their crew oh oh emily the girl with the short hair. yes yes yeah. okay i she, was like she puts food away oh yeah absolutely yeah. i was like i thought we had moved back to the movie no. and i was like who is emily in this film no, there's no emily in this movie <laughs> i liked okay. kayla and the prince of egypt <laughs> Um, okay, so the plagues start from here, which is, God, this movie really gets spooky for a minute. It really does. And they actually kind of condense that part down. Like, it's Quite a pretty, a bit. It's a pretty cinematic thing, all these plagues. And then they kind of, like, condense that well, to, like, ten minutes They have or this less. full choir singing. Um, it's like, I send the pestilence to da, 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 yeah. the safe, the Lord. <laughs> and then you hear Rafe finds his very, very silly singing voice. Like, you who I call brother. Like, it's it's barking the lyrics truly you know he never said he was a singer he never did but he did decide to sing in this yes. movie <laughs> and i guess are, he did tell the casting director no i can do it i, <laughs> no, I got this one i can do it um i will not let your people go like he sounds like very um peanut butter voice yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah they do condense this quite yeah quite a bit I thought like, they did it a good like, job of it, too, though. Yeah, they did. It just seems like, if the, I was going to condense anything of this down, maybe, like, all that time Moses is with the Midianites could have been shortened a hair. Yeah, but that's fun. It is fun. <laughs> but it's just, like, a long sequence. It's a long sequence. When, like, the actual plagues, if oh, you will. I actually really don't like that. <laughs> I was, like, laughing when I was watching this with Craig, and... Just imagining two things. One, the choir singing these lyrics. Right. right. The Lord. But also it's like, into your food, into your bread. <laughs> like, it's so hateful. Like, it is. It's really, like, mean. Yeah, it's but a then mean. I was, like, laughing about, like, there's, you know there were, like, kids who grew up, like, five or six years old in, like, the back seat, like, I send the pestilence. Jeez. <laughs> like, I'm surprised it wasn't you. Me too. Actually, you know what? My relationship to the soundtrack was, I think I asked for it. Mm-hmm. And the assignment was misunderstood mm. because I got, it was like just an EP with like the Mariah song and the boys to men song, like the oh. play in the credits, which like, no, I wanted like, I you're wanted playing with the big boys the now. The cast recording. Yeah. And so I've been really treating myself to that this week. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I have so much more to tell you about some of that oh, okay. in, the, in the after discussion. So Moses goes and is like, Hey, now these are pretty gnar. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it either. Yeah. Um, and I think in the nice Bible, country you got there would really be a shame <laughs> if I killed all your firstborns. If some more plagues came. Right. Yeah. I think in the the uh, the book, geez, the book. <laughs> in the book, I think in the Bible, um, or at least like whatever other sources, it might be the the Torah or like the yeah, um, Pentateuch. 
No, but I love that word. Isn't that a good word? Um, the Quran. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's an account of this in the Quran? There is. Okay. Um, it's like the 14th surah, I think. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, they, I think that the, most of the plagues were meant to affect the Hebrews as well. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Except for the last one. So that's okay. where we get to Passover. Okay. Um, and for a lesson on that, please watch the Rugrats episode on Passover. Honestly. <laughs> it's it's actually informative. It's so good. Yeah. Man, I might watch that tonight. It's good. It's really good. It's a classic. <laughs> it is. Um, so anyway, Moses is like, something really gnar is going to happen. Yeah. Going to need you to take some lamb's blood, yeah. uh, put it over the lintel and post of your door, and just, I don't know, chill for yeah. tonight. Yeah. And then they show this, like, darkness coming over the city and, like, this really spooky wind, like, whipping through. It's so dark. It's so dark. And then, like, they show, like, that little boy dropping his little vase. Yeah. And so all the Egyptian firstborns die. It's really sad. Um, At that point, Ramses is like, okay, fine, you guys get out of here. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, maybe prematurely we start singing There Can Be Miracles, if you believe. And Um, I... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, like, have a sense memory of our mom's friend Karen singing this at church. Almost certainly. She was, like, the woman with, like, the voice. She was like, the voice. the voice. Was she the, the one that they dressed up as the Statue of Liberty that one time, or that was someone else, wasn't it? No, that was someone else, and I'll okay. tell you off mic. <laughs> okay. But I, thought, Karen, I think I know who it Ms. is. Miss Karen used to do the Hercules song also oh, that we're going to do next week. <laughs> Karen had some good bangers. What was our church? So we had a, we had a musical, not supervisor, I don't know, like director yeah. who had previously worked in stunning Las Vegas, <laughs> and was like, let me bring that energy and it showed. to this Houston suburb church. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, he was had, extremely we had a live extra. elephant one year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Camels. Somehow, like, things about, like, um, de veterans dancers. always, like, made their way in. Oh, too. it was so it much was, jingoism. Yeah, there was, it was a little bit goofy. Cre- Christo-nationalism. <laughs> yup, um, yup. Anyway. Also, <laughs> you know times. that uh, There Can Be Miracles If You Believe the lyric was originally supposed to be You Can Do Miracles If You Believe. But, oh. uh, th- and this is where we get into kind of some... Um, theological differences between uh-huh. uh, the Bible as it is currently organized and the Gnostic Gospels that are okay. removed. Okay, interesting. Like, so like, we don't want to, you know, imply any... That people can do things. Right, or like any internal divinity. And it's like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and so they changed it. Also, apparently Mariah and Whitney got on horribly when they tried to record this. No, that's yeah, terrible. They, I think they performed it at the Oscars that I year, I mean, I though. guess that's the same deal. Like, you Remember got, those, those black necklaces with the chokers that they wore? Yes. Yeah, we'll watch this but when you that. But when you get to... Like, it's an unstoppable <clears throat> force meeting... Uh, Another unstoppable force, right, frankly. An and neither of them were an immovable object. Yeah, they no, were both, right. They're both forces. <laughs> and they're going There's in different directions. There's nothing inert about either of those people. <clears throat> no. Um, yeah, so... You know what also is good in that song in the theatrical version? First of all, Michelle Pfeiffer is singing on that. Good for her. Yes. Um, when they do the breakdown into the Hebrew, the oh yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was That's cool. Cute that is me. really cool. Um, and God, I watched this and I was like, I'm gonna learn Hebrew, Duolingo. <laughs> I downloaded Duolingo again recently for French because we're going to France next summer for our 10th anniversary. I was just thinking I should try to relearn a little bit of it because I and, don't remember a lick of it. Oh my gosh. Oh, so Parker and I have like, we were like, we've been talking about going to France for a while and we were like, oh, you know, let's just do like a big one for our 10th anniversary. And our mom has like befriended this really sweet 
couple, our parents both have befriended a sweet couple that are like very big on traveling and travel hacking. And so the wife was like, oh, oh, here. And just like dropped a huge book, like bag full of excellent travel books about France. Wow, great. Um, with mom. And they're so cool. But you uh, in the Dodon? Oh, bitch, yes. Okay. And there was another valley that's like... We never invited you to the Dodon. <laughs> There's another valley that's like between... Normandy and so I told Parker we would go into Normandy for precisely one thing yeah please and it is the Bayou Tapestry oh yes you better reclaim our childhood (laughs) you're like I don't give a rip about World War II apparently (laughs) the Bayou Tapestry and here it is Parker like when you look at the Rick Steves website and it's like and I here's a 10 day France itinerary it's like you know, Paris, you can do in three days. Whatever, who cares? It's a woman's you gotta story. have you gotta have three days in Normandy, and one of them has got to be devoted entirely to Omaha Beach. I'm sorry, and I was what like, kind of brainworms do bitch, like I don't boomer care. men have about this? I don't know. And like Rick, Steves, I mean, I get that it's interesting, but I feel like they're interested in the wrong parts of it. Well, the thing is about Rick Steves too is like I. I always think it's like maybe like a conservative boomer men thing, but like Rick Steves no, is like a liberal. They all they and all like, are fascinated with why? World War II. I just don't. I, I, I mean, look. I guess it was like their, their childhood, the big victory that had happened right before they were born. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like there's just this, like, they assign a lot of meaning that they feel they missed out on. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was like, Oh, go be big hero. And yeah. You know, that wasn't the case for Vietnam. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. It's, it's sad. It's pitiable. I, yeah. I definitely feel for them. But it's also like, I can't keep talking about World War II with you. Enough. I'm very depressed. It's very sad. Let's it's just very, move very forward. Sad. But also, there's not a critical eye about the U.S.'s role in that. In terms of influencing the Third Reich. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Sorry. She's got, got a hot take. We got real far afield here. Yeah. Yet again. Always. Um, anyway. So, yeah. Uh, right as they're escaping, right, Ramses is like, hold on. Hang on on and he like sends his soldiers so he's like i changed my mind <laughs> i changed my mind oh this this part every time i freak i forget about it and i'm like oh not this bitch again yeah i know <laughs> not you <laughs> not you um this again this is like my ideal way of having this represented is yeah. like staff in the water whoo, here she and goes just like clean split split yeah it's so cool looking when you see that whale shark come up around yes. them yes oh, pretty yeah, the, the shadows and yeah stuff. oh it's so pretty and you get that same like um musical refrain from the burning bush part though yeah 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 it's very like mysterious it's, it's very pretty. so cool um anyway they're barely make it over mm-hmm. the pharaoh and his men start to get into that situation and yeah. the god's like mm. i don't think so and like zips the water closed <laughs> zips it closed yeah which like so i reread a little bit of exodus and i keep for getting that like they and this could be mistranslated from yeah i mean god knows right yeah but they always talk about god hardening the pharaoh's heart yes well like it's like were you bored that week they have a they have a line in the movie where pharaoh says something like i will harden my heart against you or something okay so they make it his choice yeah yeah Yeah. no that always stuck out to me and bothered me yeah i was like what does that mean well here's the thing too because like Bible's pretty cool and fun if yeah. you uh, are, you know, willing to, like, glean your own interpretations, I right. suppose, from it. Right, But, like, when it's, like, interpreted for you growing up, it's hard not to get a little pissed off. Well, and when like, it's interpreted literally, which literally. is a historical anomaly and, uh, and I, was only, Richard, like, 100 years old or 150 years old. Oh, yeah. Was it Richard Rohr who said, like, like um, literalism is the lowest interpretation yeah. of a text? Yeah. It's terrible. But, like, I remember, like, that story... 
and a few others, like, the moral was always, like, in God good. And I was like, well, he was kind of messy, actually. Right. <laughs> it seems like he's kind of like, a messy bitch who like, lives for drama. That was, like, the story of Abraham and Isaac. Yes. I was always like, was your schedule light? Right. Like, why did you do And you did this for what? <laughs> this is arbitrary. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. And, then, and, and, you know, you have these, like, middle-aged dudes with khakis being like in god good and it was like i didn't really pull the that same was not he did not come across to me as the hero in that story o- overall yes yeah <laughs> but like here i don't know a little messy to me i think right yeah um anyway this movie rips <laughs> yeah, this movie is really good it was the good. soundtrack rules i so i went looking for it on spotify found it found Praise it trust. yep um found a few other things so Someone made a stage version of this. Oh, how did that go? So it started in Pasadena. California? Okay. <laughs> what if it was Texas? <laughs> I know. Pasadena Playhouse, and then they, like, I think went or in Chicago for a minute, and they got all the way to the West End. I think did one show, and then COVID happened. Oh, no. But oh, I think it was recent. Yeah. I okay. think they're going to reopen it. Okay. So, because there are a few cast recordings I listened to, and I was like, okay, I mean, it's mostly yeah. a rework of the same music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, why, if it ain't broke? Yeah, they added a few songs, too. Okay, okay. Um, and then the other Yeah, because this I, comes in at a crisp, like, one hour and 35 minutes, I think. Every yeah. movie should be this length. Right, exactly. And this captivating. <laughs> exactly. Um, there, okay. It's called so, editing, babe. It is. Uh, <laughs> I wish that I had pulled up that TikTok of that guy in the in the parking garage. Oh, yeah. The, uh, R.I.P. that. <laughs> <laughs> So I there's these other dudes that I think are like adult Disney's mm, who mm-hmm. have actually probably made quite a bit of money on like monetizing YouTube. Um, and this also came up when I searched Prince of Egypt soundtrack uh, on Spotify. These dudes did metal versions. Okay. Uh, okay. So like honestly, it kind of rules. Is it good? I'm gonna play a little bit of the plagues. Look at how dorky they look. <laughs> I'm gonna lift to this. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> At your gym, can you request? <laughs> oh can you God. imagine me requesting that? Enough, Travis Scott. Enough. <laughs> I would like this. <laughs> The way that your eyes just flickered when you said that was, like, evil. I would like this. Um, Oh, no. Man. I'm going to lift it. I I can see it. I bet you will. You know what? I was lifting the other day. Funny story, folks. Um, (laughs) I was lifting the other day, and, like, I... Yeah, I could be wrong about this, but don't you, like, increase your testosterone a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel like it happens and it's like, some douche character comes upon me. <laughs> oh, like, no. Uh, like a Testosterone backwards. <laughs> oh. Actually, I'm a big believer in wearing a hat to the gym, regardless. Hey, um, hey, talk, talk to me about this, because Sherry used to wear one when we'd go to bar together, and I was like, what is the rationale? Uh, Does it keep sweat away from you, or what? No, it's mental for me. Okay. It gives me a sense of anonymity. Okay. And also, it's like... I, and I used to do this with work, too. It's, like, yeah. for certain tasks. Like, when I put the hat on it, just, like, I'm literally trying this hat on for this. Okay, so, okay, interesting. Yeah, big believer in it. Um, but I, like, had gotten to a point where I was, like, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> literally searched butt rock workout playlists. <laughs> no. 
Did you find one? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, Emily no. and I were joking about Headstrong by Trapped. I don't remember that one. No. Back off, I'll take you on. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, we were dying laughing because one of the lyrics in the chorus is, I know that you are wrong. <laughs> No, I didn't say good that. one. Yeah, got it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I might. <laughs> I might lift might. this. God, I. How do you deal with the sore? The soreness. Uh, you roll it out. Okay. And drink a lot of water. I did. Um, I did a, a total body thirty minute Peloton workout the other mm-hmm. day. Be impressed. I it was a fifteen minute. Or sorry, I used fifteen pound and ten pound dumbbells. So mm-hmm. like nothing heavy. But boy, but did I, you do a lot of reps? Yeah, a lot of reps. Yeah, I can like, do it. barely move. Like, I do heavier weight, fewer reps. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm just like it's like we would do, um, and they were like compound movements too. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like it was really like efficient. But boy, I'm like oh, I can't move. It hurts. Everything hurts. It like it that dissipates over time too. Yeah, yeah. But I've also, you just I gotta mean, like, like play through the pain, and I'm like you play through the pain, but it also it's like it becomes like a badge of pride a little bit. It, like yeah. you lean into the suck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I feel like okay, well at least I know it worked. Yeah, exactly. You know, I did something. And, it, so. and, you know, if you think, like, I think, doesn't that mean that, like, you're still kind of, like, burning calories? Yeah. Your well, muscles and it's are like your muscles torn. are torn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Man, it's a crazy thing. Yeah. Hell of a thing. Hell, Hell of, of a thing. thing. Okay. So, anyway, Prince of Egypt rules. Um, how can we rate it in terms of uh, accuracy? No way to know. No way to know. No way to know. But in terms of the look? The look is there. It's there. It's, I mean, what from what we know of ancient Egypt... Very cool. Also had, um, I mean, it was directed by three different people, but one of them was a lady who also directed Brave. Hey. Oh, my gosh. I've never watched Brave. No way. You have a a redheaded kid. And that's a P-Rod piece. Oh, we should watch Brave. I mean, we're doing Hercules next, which is also another banging soundtrack. We've got all kinds of period pieces. With cool monsters in it, too. That are animated. We can do. I'm so excited to be doing animated. I know. That's a nice little little reprieve. I watched a new one this weekend called Luca. I was texting you about it. Um, It's on Disney+. Plus. I mean, it's barely a period piece. It's like, it takes place in the 50s in a seaside Italian town, but you can't really tell that it's the 50s. But just want to throw in here that it's extremely cute and everybody should watch it. Okay. Uh, it's uh, the New York Times review of it was calamari me by your name. And, Stop. And I was like, that's so stupid. You know it's so lazy just because it's Italian. But actually, there's kind of like a little. It's like a sweet. Do a kid doink a peach? No, 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 nothing like that. But the little boy and his like he's a sea monster when he's in the water, but when he like is out on land and dry, he's a human. Okay. And the same thing. He has like another friend that he meets that like that's how he finds out that he is like that. And this friend is kind of like his guide and like an older, he's like, I think maybe you're older, but he kind of guides him in uh-huh. this like way of being in both places. And he feels like he can't really reveal him true, his true self to like either his human friends or to his parents. Like nobody knows that he's in different places. And so on Twitter, people were saying it's like a very thinly veiled gay allegory. Uh oh. <laughs> Which, yeah, not thin enough because my stupid brain was like, they are calamari. Yeah, no, it was really cute though. Um, and like, the, the little boys are, like, obsessed with Vespas. Like, they have, like, a picture oh, of one. Cute. And they're like, this thing will take you wherever you want it to go. And they'll, like, picture, like, riding on a Vespa in the clouds or whatever. And this little girl named Julia, um, she'll go, Santo Gorgonzola. Or, like, Santo Parmigiano. Like, over and over again. It's so cute. I love that. It's really cute. My saints are also cheeses. Yes, exactly. 
Um, um, next week, Hercules. Hercules, which was 97 or 8. Yeah, it was a, what a golden age of... Oh, man. And the also, again, 97. the animation in Hercules, I thought, was really pretty neat. It is so <laughs> cool. It's There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Man, the people doing James Woods, but... but it's hard for me not to think of, like, Hermes as, like, always being uh, Polly Shore. Oh my god, I saw him in a trailer for something. I um, like Polly Short. I do too. He looks really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know who does the voice of Hercules? Tate Donovan. Right? Yeah, I didn't know this. I don't know how I did. Damn. You did. This is another one you watched a lot more than oh I did. Oh my I god, think. all the time. Yeah. I had such a crush on oh man. Hercules. Although, you know, you watch it and it's like, Zeus really had some stuff going for him, too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. Rip torn. Well, there you go. And bitch, we love Rip Torn. Yeah. Well, we were classmates. Yeah. Yeah. It's an Aggie. Yeah. Obviously. Well, uh, you got anything else you want to say? Man, no. Yeah. Um, thank you for thank you for letting me uh, take this movie as seriously as it needed to be taken. <laughs> for I love the Prince of Egypt. I sure know that you do. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all have a blessed week. Uh, try to stay cool and don't get a uh, heat wave. Don't go outside. It's real hot. All right. Bye. bye.